Toss a coin to your witcher, O valley of plenty, O valley of plenty, oh. Toss a coin to your witcher, a friend of, a friend humanity. of humanity. Yes. Gotta so. wonder how bad that sounds. So, uh, how, uh, how's your new VR headset that you just got? Amazing. Oh, okay, so it's good? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, This is awesome. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I got the, uh, the Oculus Rift S. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, for a Christmas <laughs> present, and, uh, it's great. It's, it's a little, it's a little annoying, I guess, that, that it has to always run through the Oculus software, despite the fact that I primarily use Steam as my VR platform, but that oh. it works fine. It doesn't ever. Okay, so you always have to be, you always have to have Oculus on, basically. Exactly. Yeah, and I can't ever use my home button because I'm using Steam VR, but Steam VR doesn't like like the Oculus home button always opens Oculus, not Steam. Hmm. But oh, okay, and so you can't the, like okay, so you can't disable that. That's really annoying. I mean, okay. I think there is potentially a way in Steam VR to remap my Oculus button to something mm-hmm. else. Yeah. But it hasn't been, like I said, it hasn't been that much of an issue. Fair enough. So I've just been playing a lot of uh, Fallout 4. Ooh, how is that? Because I haven't tried that yet. It's amazing. I mean, it really okay. is like a, a totally different, like I don't, I'm not a, I mean, I'm not a huge Fallout 4 fan, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a, I'm an old school Bethesda fan. So I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Morrowind kind of guy and a Fallout 1 and 2 and New Vegas man. And so Fallout 4 was disappointing for me. Yeah. But, Playing it in VR is just like it's it's just amazing. Like I don't know how to like you know you know you know I, I do is. know I do yeah. know. Um, I, I really have to try that out because I haven't I haven't gotten around to that one. Um, like and how does it because like I mean obviously like you know there is like how 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 does it control like is it is it is it's pretty good all well, things considered. Okay, so when I, so I bought Skyrim and Fallout Four. Okay, and the first one I played was Skyrim. Yes, and that I stopped playing after about three hours because it, it it's it's really ugly. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like vanilla Skyrim, you know, which is already pretty ugly. And then it's <laughs> it's through the lens of a VR system, and so it's mm-hmm. like there's no anti-aliasing. Uh, the view distance is like even more potato than regular Skyrim is. <laughs> like it's really yeah, bad. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was still it was still like it's it's really cool to like see Aldwin like fly down at you. During the intro sequence, like... Oh, yeah. But the controls were weird. Okay. And so I switched to Fallout 4 because I figured gunplay is a little more natural than swordplay is for VR. Or at least I feel so, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Like, po- pointing your hands and pulling a trigger is pretty identical to using a controller, whereas, like, swinging swords and stuff is, like, a little more, like, you know... It's not it's not blade and sorcery, let me say that. You know, there's... there's yeah, yeah. I, there's a sense I, I could of weightlessness imagine. to Skyrim combat. Ah, okay, fair enough. I could see that. Yeah, but 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 as far as the controls go, it's I'm, I've gotten kind of off topic here. But as far as the controls go, like it just it's like learning a totally new control scheme, essentially. Hmm. Like okay. it's it's like if you picked up a controller for the first time in your life, and you're like, oh, what are these sticks? And there, are, <laughs> what are these face buttons? And there's arrows also along with the analogs. Which do I use to move? Like. It's kind of like that, where, like, you know, I've played it for about 12 hours, I think, now, Fallout 4. Because I can only play it for two or three hours at a time. I was about to ask, how is the motion sickness for you? No motion sickness. Um, I stand up while I play. Yes. 
And so eventually my feet and back start hurting. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's actually problems. just a, it's a physical like endurance <laughs> problem, actually, more so than anything else. Oh, God. Can I tell you a story? Yeah, So um, I was... Um, I was playing. Um, I was playing H three VR, Hot Dogs, Archers, and Anger Nights. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, like it was a while back. Um, but this is the first time this had happened to me. Is he had added a mode at one point, um, and I think it's still in the game. But like where, because like he added the um, he added the guns from from Equilibrium, right? Oh wait, really? Uh, I never, I never saw those. I, I mean, I got that and I played that recently, but I didn't see. Anyway, go yeah, on. it's. It's um actually yeah if you go into the game it's under the uh, the automatic pistols it's the um, I think it's like what is like the M something cleric uh. is what it is oh, which by the way it, hilarious is the um like the the muzzle flash on it is the muzzle flash from the movie where it's like the crosses yeah no that's perfect yeah of course <laughs> I mean good good yes it's it's incredible but anyway so he added like yeah like a gun kata mode um where you have to like you know like. Like there, like basically, there's like I think there's like six targets like in a semicircle around you, and you have oh, to wow. like you know, okay, right? So like I uh, I was playing that, and of course like when you're playing that, like you're matrix matrixing out, like you know you're like you're like leaning down and like you know like crouching on the ground, and so like I did that for about like thirty minutes, like having the time of my life, and then I stopped, Oof. and then I tried to stand up, yeah. and I was like, oh god, I've broken my legs, yeah. I've destroyed my whole body. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. My, I had, I had, uh, I had some pretty horribly bruised legs after my first VR session in Super Hot, so I can relate. Yeah, it's just like I'm like, oh god, everything is. Oh yeah, well, Super Hot. Actually, that happened to be also in Super Hot. Like it just completely ruined me because I was like, oh, I'm not used to like crouching and stuff like yeah. this. This is not. This is not something my body is built for. It, it turns out we're not action movie heroes. Really? Yeah. That's shocking to me. I had not see. But that. you feel like it when you're playing VR. Oh, you do. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, just to finish the thought about Fallout 4, the controls are actually really good. When okay, you, when they you are get, really good. When you get used to them, you can like you can pull out your Pip Boy. Like there's no pausing when you pull out mm. your Pip Boy in that game. Oh and, yeah, I think I yeah, I think I did, yeah, because I watched um I watched like I think it was what, Up is Not Jumps video on that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um I think I remember that from that. It's, yeah, okay, so the, the Pip Boy. So, so basically, you have to like be get, engaged the whole time. You get very good at using your quick menu to heal. Ah, okay. It's just like you have a quick menu, and it is a requirement to play the game. Essentially, interesting. Yeah, because obviously, like, yeah, the standard yeah. game, it's like, oh, whatever. I'll just pause, eat thirty-seven hot dogs, so and I, everything's good to yeah, go. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I'll give an example though um, of just like what what it's like to play Fallout Four VR. We, all, we anyone who's played Fallout Four knows about the barge with the power armor guy on it when you first go to the big city uh, mm-hmm. and try to and try to visit um the main place uh, oh my god uh, diamond city that's what it is yeah yeah there's a bridge and there's a there's a there's a barge with a bunch of bandits and one of the bandits is in power armor and it's i, th- I think I've, I've run into that every time i play the game mm-hmm. so you run into that and yes. i i've never i've never once before sat on the opposite shore and just like sat by like a like a like a destroyed tree and just like sniped them like actually <laughs> using iron sights and like leaning down under the tree to avoid fire like it's just it, it feels like you're playing like arma or um like tarkov or any of those like super realistic shooter games yeah yeah but in fallout 4 <laughs> i could see that that's incredible so it yeah it is incredible yeah highly recommend so- it so like yeah, so I mean, when we when we first started this podcast, obviously you hadn't tried VR, and you, so you've now tried it. So like you know, 
what was it like the first time that you you, you tried it out? Like, was it what, what, like did I oversell it? <laughs> no, I, I honestly, I mean, I was I was always worried because I was worried the nausea would be like every time people talk about VR, they talk about the nausea. Yeah, and I have yet to experience literally any nausea. Oh, you lucky playing, duck! Playing VR, like I don't understand. Like, if you've never tried fall, like VR, like don't be scared to like give it a shot. Like maybe you'll be like me, and it's just perfect, and it has no downsides essentially. So, um, over the Christmas break, um, like, uh, so our cousin Alex, um, so he came yeah. over, um, and, uh, with his wife and, uh, their daughter. But, uh, so, well, uh, well, well, we were over, like, I, I had him try VR because he had tried, I think, PSVR very briefly, like a while ago, mm-hmm. but never really something, you know, like fully realized. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like standing, you know, like, like the kind of like, yeah, like full room scale type of situation. Yeah. And so I had him play, um, you know, uh, H3VR, and uh, it was hilarious because it's like, you know, he, um, he like, the first thing I did is, like, so I, I put the headset on him and, like, I gave him, like, I think it was, like, like a revolver or something, right? You know? Yeah. And he just stood there and just stared at it and, like, turned it around in his hands for, like, yeah. a good long while. Like, oh, my God, like, this, this, this thing, I'm just, like, holding it and, like, looking around. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we everyone has experienced looking at a uh, an optical illusion before, you yeah. know, like when you when you see the like the grid of white and black lines, and there's little like gray circles in the middle of those intersections. Yeah, we've all we've all seen those, and we all can recognize that they're not that's not actually what we're seeing, but our brain thinks it's real. Yeah, and VR is a is it's like your entire vision becomes the gray circle. That's a good way to describe it's it. It's just like you you know that what you're looking at isn't real logically, but yeah. your brain is fully in it. Yeah. And so it really is real to you, like in a weird it way. Yeah, it's like yeah, you 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 just like I mean, I think like the first time I played it was so strange because it's like yeah, this is like just a physical thing manifesting in front of me. Yes. It's like, you know, you very quickly you're just like, "Oh shit, this is just like this is the thing that's happening." Which also means that like I could never ever 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 play a game that has any kind of horror elements to it. Oh yeah, god. <laughs> it's not going to work. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, dreading I watch the yeah, I'm dreading I going the to the Salem witchcraft area in Fallout 4, that's for sure. Oh, God. Because, like, like I, I, I watched the videos of, um, what is it, of, like, Resident Evil 7. Oh, God, And I yeah. was just, like, I was, like, I, I couldn't handle that. Because it's, like, you know, like, the, the game is from a first-person perspective. And it's, like, you know, these are just, it's just things that are now happening to you, you know? Like, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> someone is murdering you in, in real life. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I can't stand horror games when I have a controller in my hand and a screen yeah. in front of me. So, no thank you. But what it does add for me, which is interesting, is, um, like, in just regular shooting games, almost adds that horror element to it. Because it's like, if something comes up behind you, like, it's not a big deal for me, like, in a game where I'm holding a controller and I can turn around and shoot the thing. But, like, there's a very real and genuine sense of panic that happens. Where, like, I, you know, I turn around and I'm trying to, like, reload a gun. And there's, like, a guy, like, right behind me. I'm like, oh, shit, I dropped the clip. You know, Mm -hmm. I might drop the gun. And I'm just like, oh, God. This is like, uh, it's like an actual literal, I'm like, okay, cool. So I could never like, you know, be in that kind of a situation in real life because I would just die. 
<laughs> As you said, we're not action heroes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely not one. So not to bring it back to Fallout 4 too much, but just like, you know, fighting rad roaches or the Death yeah. Claw in Fallout 4. Oh, just like the not, Death Claws. Not fun experiences. Just like... Yeah, very genuinely nerve-wracking. Yeah, just like, oh God, there's like, there's a five-foot-long cockroach launching itself at my face and I can't get my gun to aim properly and I've like wasted 10 bullets and now I'm having to reload. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, panic inducing yeah. is is putting it mildly. Yeah, I can imagine. So, have have you played um have you played Minecraft in VR yet? I did not realize is the Java version Minecraft enabled or, or VR enabled? Um you have to get oh okay, what I can't remember what it's called. It's called like um It's the Windows uh, version, remember. right? Uh, maybe it, maybe it is the Windows version. No, I thought it was I can't remember exactly, but there's like, you know, I think it's, it's called Vivecraft. That's what it's called, Vivecraft. And I think that that should work with. I think that should work with anything, but I'm not 100 percent on that. Vivecraft. But VR Minecraft for Steam VR. Okay, yeah, that would work. Yeah. Yeah, you should do that, especially if you have any old saves. No, I don't. I I've I've only I haven't I haven't pl- I've only been playing on multiplayer servers whenever I play. And okay. Those don't exist anymore. Okay, I have because I have some old saves from Minecraft of like the stuff that I had built like way back in the day. Going back through those in VR, it's like, oh, cool! I get to visit my actual places. I mean, that does sound amazing. Yeah, dude, it's okay. First of all, although that being said, lucky for you that you don't get motion sick because for me, like, oh my god. Um, so like when I first got VR, that was one of the first things that I tried, um, oh, really? because I was like, well, yeah, because I was like, oh, like, I mean, after I got like done like with like things like the lab and stuff and like the teleporting and like, you know, I don't know if you've played the lab at all, but like, you know, when VR first came out, like that was one of the big things. It was like, play the lab, get, you know, get your, you know, get, get like an idea of what VR is like, which now like, I mean, it seems really outdated now, but like at the time, I mean, it, and it's still pretty good, but like at the time it was just incredible. Hmm. But, um, like, so the. You know, going from teleporting to, like, actual, you know, smooth locomotion, you know, I went and played, you know, Minecraft, and holy shit, man, like, it was, uh, <laughs> it was a whole thing. Um, I, uh, I played it for, like, I think, like, 10, 15 minutes, and I was sick the rest of the <laughs> Just the rest of, like, I, like I fell off the first thing from a great height, and I was like, okay, cool, I'm gonna just throw up forever now. Because <laughs> I, I play Fallout 4 in smooth locomotion. Yes, so, like, because whenever I started seeing VR start, and whenever I saw the teleport method, I just, in my mind, I kind of thought to myself, if you have to use teleporting to play VR, just don't yeah. play it. Like, it's, yeah. you've ruined the experience for yourself. You know, already. I've... I've... I've done some games where you use teleport locomotion, and it's not horrible. Like, it's it's not it's not what I would prefer. I've, obviously, it's I, not I, I fully use... immersive. It's not fully immersive. Like, I use smooth locomotion now, but, like, you know, like, I have... I, there are some games that I still have trouble with, like Boneworks that recently came out. Like, um, that one, for, for whatever reason, just because of, the like, how, like, physically interactive your body is, like... Getting like like walking up to something and then getting like nudged back without um like without you physically doing that is very uh it's, yes. it's very barfy. Fallout very... four Fallout four does that as well. Oh, okay, it is, like it is, you... yeah, it, where like if you try to like put yourself into an object, it'll push you back. Mm. Um, that I can see that getting barfy. It's, it's unsettling. I never found it barfy, thankfully. See, it's, okay. I'm, I'm really glad that you're telling me that there are things that are barfy because it, it makes me more confident in the fact that I might 
I might be one of the lucky immune people. Yeah, it's well because you never really got carsick. Yeah, I never you? got carsick. Yeah, I, yeah. My, I guess so you, I guess my brain is just like cool with it, regardless. Yeah, it's just like moving, well, yeah. not moving, whatever. Well, yeah, because you could like read in the car, and like that yeah. was never something yeah. that I was capable yeah, av- of. Like, yeah, avidly read. Yes, I, I I could avidly throw up if I tried to read. <laughs> Very good at that. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Well, I'm glad you liked it, man. Like, it's like yeah. you know, I, I I talk about this to people, and like, I sometimes I wonder if I'm like overselling this. No, no. But, not uh, only did I like it, but my friends group has also decided that it is amazing. So, like, um, you know, my wife's uh, my wife's friend, like, you know, he's he's super into video games, um, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> which is hilarious because his wife is not, and, uh, <laughs> and so like, you know, he's got like these walls of video games. She's like, oh god whatever but um so like uh he he got psvr and you know like at the time i was like well vr seems really cool and i kind of want to try it out but I, I i'm like i can't justify shelling out like the whatever it was like yeah, six or eight hundred dollars for a vive for a vive like i was like there's no fucking way i'm not i'm not doing this so we went over to like you know uh his place and you know we tried out uh psvr and like you know both like uh my wife and i we tried it out and at, at the end of that you know, brief session, like, as we were driving home, I was like, so we're spending, like, you know, $600 on VR, right? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's a- just settled now. That's just over. We're just definitely spending that money. And, like, we went back, and I immediately bought a Vive. <laughs> <laughs> is the Vive wireless? It is not. Um, it is yours wireless? So, no. So, question then. Have yes. you ever looked into getting one of those pulley systems? Um, I've looked into getting the wireless setup because there is a wireless setup that you can, like an attachment that you can get. And I've thought about it. I haven't yeah. obviously pulled the trigger on that because here's the thing I was going to, but then the index came out and I'm like, okay, I think I'm just going to wait until the index comes up with a wireless solution because I'm probably going to get the index headset at some point. It's just yeah. like, cause everything that everybody said about the index, it's bad. um, yeah, that it's incredible. And that it it's works, the best one. And it's native with Steam VR, which is clearly the best VR. Yeah. Uh, which I mean, the Vive is too. Like the Vive is Steam VR enabled through and through, which is great. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, the, the Oculus unfortunately is Facebook, obviously. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So it's, I, I kind it's, of like after I bought it, I was like, oh god, should I should I have just tried to get you a Vive? But like, I, I knew that you wanted the like you know the inside out tracking. Um, no. And thank you for getting me inside-out tracking, because I could literally not play with my VR headset in my room otherwise. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't use the Guardian system. Mm. Like, you know the room system where you set up your room? Because it's like, not big enough. Like, I have, a, I have, like, five feet by seven feet, and that's gotcha. not big enough for a Guardian. Like, it's big enough, it's big enough to use VR, but not yeah. big enough to not avoid running into So how thing. has the standing been? Because I know you were concerned about that initially. I mean, it does limit me. Just, like, standing for three hours does hurt physically, yeah. eventually. But, um, like, not being able to, like, move in any direction hasn't been a problem that for you? Well, yeah, because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very lucky, I guess, in that I have a brain that does not care about motion sickness. So I can just use free locomotion so it doesn't matter to me yeah well because the one thing for me like because I, I use the free locomotion and i don't like i don't use room scale to move but what is nice is being able to take like i guess a step in every direction which i don't know if you do no i can do that oh yeah. you can do that okay well then yeah. you're fine because like i mean i have a pretty big yeah that's all you space. need exactly yeah and, and i do walk around in it a little bit just by accident sometimes especially when i'm playing something like, like blade and sorcery or, <laughs> yeah when i play blade yes. sorcery or like gourd yeah. i'm like i end up like you- i so i I have it, um, because I have the, uh, like, what is it, like, the advanced VR enabled. um, Yes, yes, yes. uh, Which is awesome. And, like, it puts a little square, like, below where the center of your room should be. And I 
I, I have that enabled all times because, like, I'd be playing something and I like, occasionally glance over. I'm like, oh, I'm not standing on the square. I'm like, yeah. who knows how far away I am yeah, from my you, initial point. I actually, I, I play a little game with myself uh, when I, whenever I play VR, which is when I'm done with the session, I play the, okay, what direction am I actually facing? Because <laughs> I always try to be facing forward toward my computer screen because so, yep. that gives me the most space. But every yeah. time I pull it off, I think that I'm facing my computer screen and I'm facing a totally different direction by the end. Just like I Dude, take it off, I'm looking at my bed, I'm looking at my dressers, I'm looking at my door. It's never my computer screen. I know exactly what you're talking about. I just like I'm like I took up my VR headset. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm not in the place that I thought I was going to be. Yeah. And it, <laughs> like, but it's not like, even well, that you're not in the place you thought you would be. It's that you yeah. you think you are. Yeah. It's like you're not like, oh, well, I'm probably somewhere else. You're like, no, I did I did it this time. I'm good. I I made sure I was in the right <laughs> spot. I'm fine. Oh shit, what the fuck? It makes me worried if I get the wireless. I'm going to like end up in my fucking kitchen or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, whoa, god, oh yeah. god. I'm like across the street. What's happening? Well, now that oh, god, now that Chandler has this VR, we do need to discuss re, re- like totally renovating the bottom of the house uh, yeah. for into a VR space. That's going to be intense. I mean, that's literally like, that was like one of my big things with like when we got the house, I was like, all right, wh- whatever room I put my computer in, I need a lot of space behind me because I need the VR space cleared out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Excellent. Oh, man. All right. So moving on, I suppose, yeah. to, uh, to the main uh, topic. The main topic, um, now that we've done part three of VR, uh, so The Witcher. (laughs) We have both seen The Witcher at this point now. Yes, yes. So I think I saw it a few weeks ago. I think you saw it when it came out. I don't know if you rewatched it at all. I I did. I I rewatched the first couple episodes, and then I kind of skimmed through the last half. Okay. I I, I brought up the... uh, the wiki so that I would be able to refresh myself if I need to remember anything. But, uh, oh man. So I, I've been, I, I, I guess I can say I've been excited as hell about this since like it was announced however long ago. I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. <laughs> and so, so it's been, finally here. You've been a big, like, you I mean, you were a fan of the Witcher video game. Well, yeah. So I was going to ask you. So, because you've read, you've read the books? No, 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 no. I'm, you have I'm not read the books. Now. I'm tempted to read them, but no, okay. I've not read the books. Okay, for some reason, I thought you had actually yeah, read the books. And I, and I had thought that you had read the books. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. so we both, yeah. So, neither of us have read the books. Um, now, have you played Have you played all the games? Yes, I've played all the games. I have not beaten The Witcher 3, but I've okay. beaten the other two. Okay, interesting. All right. So we're basically coming from kind of roughly the same place, then, when it comes to this uh, this series. Yeah, so. I so. I mean, I guess, how, how much did you know about the like the actual story going in almost nothing as it turns out oh interesting okay yeah. i guess I, I yeah i guess i probably thought i knew more than i did um i mean oh, I, I guess let me put it this way so I, well you've played the game so obviously you'd know this because it's like you know what like the first episode when they're like oh welcome to blaviken <laughs> yeah no idea really oh okay because <laughs> i at least knew because i mean like I, I guess i think in the games they at least occasionally no they do definitely like, yeah they refer to him as the Butcher of Blaviken. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I – and I, I had read the wiki, so I was aware of, like, kind of what had gone down in Blaviken, although I guess not to a full extent because for whatever reason I didn't remember – I guess I didn't remember the fine details. I just remembered that, like, he killed some people and he kind of got framed in sort of a way, which I think is probably accurate to say. I, I honestly don't know. I mean, it's when it's – I mean, I'm a huge wiki crawler, but The uh-huh. Witcher is just one of those series I never really – I don't know why I never did. I just never really felt like I needed to wiki crawl them. Well, you, uh, I guess – are you also the kind of person that reads all the flavor text for all of, like, like the books and crap that no, you pick up? No, I'm not, actually. I'm yeah. really not. Okay. Like, I, I, so, I, 
I pretty much mindlessly go through video games, honestly. That, that's that's that was kind of what I thought. See, I'm the I'm the obsessive like you know like I start playing a game and then like you know there's a book in the game and then yeah. like three hours later I've just been spent reading books in a game instead which, of playing the game. Which is so <laughs> weird because I would like you you play more like a variety of games. Like I'm a I'm a hardcore strategy RPG guy. Yeah, but I'm, but I'm also like a very surface level game player. Well, yeah, because you. You play games. I like. I. I. I mean, a lot of the games that I like to play, I like to play because of the story elements. I mean, I obviously I like playing games. I play, you know, a lot. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that is that is. The, I guess that is the big difference. I play for gameplay. Yeah, and you play. And for I'm story. one of those. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 there are definitely games where I'm like, okay, I'm playing this for gameplay, but like, yes, I do. Like, if a game has a good story, like, mm, I'm in. I'm I feel in. like we I'm should just made a gaming it. podcast, Jason. I mean, well, this is you know. No, I know. I know. I just like this is this is partially a gaming yeah, podcast. You could you could pick up to three you could pick up to three topics. So I'm sure, gonna I'm yeah, get, okay. and I've already I've already added video gaming to this since we've That's literally good, yeah. every no, single no, no, episode no. We, talked about VR. <laughs> it's more it's more of a gaming podcast in some ways than a than a movie. It's like a it's like a main gaming podcast with like oh when we talk about you know multimedia yeah. entertainment. Yeah, it's a, yeah, we, we 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 pick a movie to review so we have an excuse to talk and then we talk yeah. about VR the entire yeah, time. Exactly. Um, yeah. That's <laughs> that is the that that's what should be our description on Apple iTunes. Yes, I know, right? I, I, I might, yeah, I might have to change it from yeah. we review movies to we really just want to talk about video games, but we use yeah. movie we pretend to review games. movies to talk about video games. <laughs> so accurate. Oh Jesus. Okay. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so okay, so okay, so I guess like what were your like what were your overall impressions of the series? Like, how yes. do you think that like it handled the source material and stuff? Like, to the best of your knowledge of how the source uh, material okay. is. Well. I mean, so that was that was two questions you snuck in there. Okay, fair uh, enough. Yeah. Overall, Answer the first one, then the second yeah. one. <laughs> my overall impressions of the series, and I'll, I'll preface this with saying that I'm kind of um, I'm kind of holding this and the Mandalorian up to the same, like because they're I consider them contemporaries. Okay, like, they're two major streaming services attempts to create a new like Game of Thrones. Okay, um, and so what I'll say. Is I think The Witcher was good, but not great. Okay. I think I think it was like it was an attempt to create a a a, a non serialized TV show out of what is very clearly is a serialized story told in a pretend non serialized fashion. Whereas The Mandalorian is clearly meant to be serialized, but it pretends to be non serialized. And so what I mean by that, to be clear. Is The Witcher is one story. Okay. But every episode pretends to be its own episode. Okay. Whereas, oh, because like, because like in the sense that like they're like yeah. they're kind of like like in- encapsulated. It, it it was clearly like the like the story that's being told is is so like I I just they tried to be Westworld. They tried to do like a nonlinear like weird like you know modern television. Everything's kind of wrapped together in this like overarching thing. Uh-huh. But but they wanted to be. Like casual at the same time, like they wanted to be like a, a lighthearted. I don't know, like it, the Witcher, the Witcher TV series reached for a lot, and I don't feel like it should have. I feel like it should have like stayed in its wheelhouse of like being a straightforward adventure story. Okay, so which you, I, you, which you, I contrast with the Mandalorian, which I feel like had the potential to be greater, but decided to be a standard wheelhouse story. Okay, and so it's just like that's that's I mean, that's where that's where I'm coming from, I guess, is what I'm saying. But yes, because uh, I've heard a lot of people say. You know, oh, this is trying to be the next Game of Thrones, and I, I don't know, like I don't, I don't buy into that. 
I mean, I don't know if the showrunners have said anything to that effect. I, mean, I hope they not. That's kind of like a yeah, <laughs> be kind of a foolishly bold thing to say for no reason. <laughs> yeah, that. Would but be... like, I I just I don't. I watch the show and like I feel like so many people have said that and I feel like it's like where are they getting this from? It's like it just because it's a fantasy show doesn't necessarily mean that it, it has almost no relation to what made Game mm. of Thrones a good show. Like yeah. the, the, nothing about The Witcher to me is like, oh, well, this is similar to Game of Thrones in this way. So, like, I, I hear that, like, tossed around a lot, and I'm like, I, I just, I, I don't want to take it at face value, because it kind of, like, I'm like, like, why? Why do people think this? It's like, the, the Witcher is not, the Witcher is, to me, is more about, like, this weird amalgamation of a bunch of, like, fantasy things that are, like, kind of set in this, like, weird, dark, um, like, dark universe, where it's like, you know, it's it's almost, you know, like, I can't remember what the, it's like. The um, Brothers Grimm. Yeah, brothers. Thank you. That's what. Okay, thank yep. you, brothers Grimm. Don't we're worry, two brothers. They yeah, were. We are two, were brothers. two brothers. At the very least, we are two brothers. We we can finish each other's sentences. Thankfully, <laughs> were the brothers Grimm also two two brothers? Two brothers. Is that how that worked? Yeah. Um. So, uh, it, it's it's also two brothers. Fantasy edition. Um. Yeah. But uh. So like, to me, like that's what The Witcher is. Is like it's like all of these like like fantasy characters. But like it's like what if they actually existed? What they what they would be like? And then this kind of like you know you know interesting. Uh, and, like, that's one layer of it. And then, like, on top of that, like, is a lot about, like, prejudices and, like, like, like to some degree, like, racism and stuff like that. You know, especially, like, with regards to, you know, like, or, like, you know, just, like, general, like, xenophobia. You know, with regards to, like, how sorceresses are treated, how, like, witchers are treated, and, like, you know, stuff like that. Game of Thrones is really not about that at all. Like, there's no... No, there's I mean, almost none of that, yeah. There's almost none of that. It's and actually like, surprisingly a very unracist society now that I, now that I'm like thinking about the way this the story is structured. Yeah, Game of Thrones is about is about politics and it's yeah. about like politics versus um like versus some like, you know, overarching like fantastical elements. Yeah. So you can know? I can I can I just like I mean I, I like I think you've made a very good point here and I wanna like come come at it. Go for it. So you're right. The Witcher is not similar in content to Game of Thrones in any way. Okay. But it is similar in intent. Hmm. Like, the, the, sure, the artists behind The Witcher and the artists behind Game of Thrones are doing two totally different things. Okay. But the executives behind The Witcher, the uh... executives behind The Mandalorian, the executives behind the new Lord of the Rings Amazon show, the executives behind the new Wheel of Time Amazon show. Man, Amazon hmm. is really gonna get fucked by this because those those shows are gonna fail um and and i'm saying that it's a big wheel of time fan by the way um they're all the same intent they're all let us capitalize on people finally being okay with fantasy shows whereas in the past they weren't okay with us doing fantasy shows ever Mm. and so maybe we'll find the next big thing in the witcher because that's a really popular franchise and so that's why people compare them. They're not because they're similar. I mean, some people might be wrong and compare them by content, but that's mm-hmm. not why they're they exist. They exist because they're they're hoping that people will just latch onto them and be like, "Gotcha." And to be fair, you know, toss a coin to your Witcher is like what, like the top, like the top song or something, like like it, like it hit top fifty, I think, like it hit the charts. That's how good oh, that's, it was. Did it? Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, like it hit the charts. <laughs> like it hit the charts somewhere. I don't think it hit top like top five or anything, but it hit top top ten, I think. 
That's hilarious. Yeah. I didn't realize that. That's funny, though. I mean, well, it's good, though. I mean, I want them to make more, so I want this to be as popular yes. as humanly oh. possible. <laughs> I would I would love a season two, because I feel like uh, like they, they, they put all this effort into Siri's story, who, I'll be completely honest here, I did not realize that Siri was literally Siri until, like, <laughs> halfway through, where it was like, oh. oh, wait a second. Is that, like, his daughter Siri? Yeah. Uh, and then it was like, oh, th- I actually do care about this character, and it's not just someone I like. Literally, couldn't give a shit about. That's hilarious. Okay, yeah. see, I don't know I, why I didn't realize that, but in my mind, you knew more about this story than I did. But it no, seems like not. this is one hundred percent the opposite. Yeah, one hundred percent. No, I'm not. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't like The Witcher. Like, I don't like the games very much. I don't like. I mean, I, 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 the, I like I said, I, I think the TV show is good. I don't think it's great. I think it's good. I, I definitely didn't mind watching it again for to prepare for this but i don't know i'm just like i'm not like i never really got into the lore which might be a mistake because some of the stuff that was in this tv show was like wow that was really cool why wasn't that in the games at all (laughs) but i mean we'll get into that okay yeah well no you me give me an example of that because i'd actually i'd like to talk about that and like kind of your impressions on that so i mean the biggest one for me was just all of yennefer Mm. like the like the the start of yennefer's storyline to every step to the end okay of of what we saw just just i just like the the way the mages the sorcerers guild is structured is totally different than what i thought like, the way that magic exists in the world at all, like, I did not realize that it was, like, a conjunction of spear, of spears situation. Like, that's new information to me. Really? Uh, like oh, my the God. Whole, the whole, like, oh, it turns out Nilfgaard is, like, using mages as, like, one-shot cannonball instead yeah. of, like, wizards w- was also new information to me. Like, well, that to my understanding that in the, the, the book. I, that's because I don't think that's in the, the book. Games. I think that that concept that is yeah, like that that whole concept of like the like the mages like basically exhausting their entire ability and turning into dust is. I think that's a show only thing, as far as I'm understanding. Oh, really? Well, in that case, kudos to the show for coming up with a really cool idea. Okay, yeah, because like that's interesting. Yeah, I was I was because I, I was thinking about um like. After after I watched the show, I I went back and I was like, is there like an equivalent exchange like element yeah, to magic? Yeah, which there for, so for everyone the answer, by the way who hasn't seen Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which is what you're referencing there. Yeah, equivalent well, I'm also exchange. Just, yeah, isn't that an actual concept in alchemy as well, or is that? Just, yeah, sure. So for all of our alchemy scholars out there, they'll also know what that is. But whoa, you know, that's a, that's a very large group. Is... That's a very large group, as you know. Okay, maybe I'm <laughs> underestimating our lead to gold crowd here. Yeah, it's it's very high. <laughs> yeah. It just means whatever you put in is what you get out. Yeah, yeah. But, like, so I, I think th- the answer to that question is sort of, because... From what I've what I've read, a from the the Reddit and b from like just various other sources, is that like the way that uh, my understanding of the way that magic works in the book is that like they typically draw. It's almost like mana essentially that they're drawing power from like the surrounding area and then their own like personal reserves and stuff like that. Sure. Um, and then once those are exhausted, they're basically like they can't do any more magic and they're kind of like you know out of gas. And yeah. I guess the way that they they portray that in the show is like you know like your your chaos essentially and then also like the the kind of like you know like the turning the flower you know into like levitating the uh the rock you know um and actually you know i i, I bring this up partially because like 
one of, one of the big complaints that I saw um, at the is like in the last episode. Uh, I think it's it's the last episode, right? Where it's like you know, like the big battle. Long long story short, like a lot of people were like, oh, you know, the 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 um the mages have to completely you know like turn themselves into dust to shoot fire, but Yennefer could just like you know blast the entire battlefield with fire for twenty minutes. And I'm like, did did you not pay any attention to what was going on? Like she literally sucked up all of the fire from Sodden Hill and then shot it back at them. I have literally no complaints about any scene that includes Jennifer. Really? I think okay. I think that actress is amazing, mm-hmm. and that is by far my favorite part of the show. In fact, I actually have a note that I didn't even like the show at all. Like I was like contemplating not watching it until episode two started, and it became Jennifer. <laughs> really? Okay. Like, I mean, you know, fucking um, Superman is Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Uh, Henry Cavill is amazing as Geralt. He does a fucking awesome job. Kudos to him. But my god, I don't want to watch an hour-long show with him being the main character. Oh, that's interesting. He is I... <laughs> He is a hand solo character. He is a supporting character. Like, he is so hard of a supporting character that I I literally didn't want to watch the show until they introduced the actual main character of Yennefer. That is so funny to me, because, like, I, I was sold, I mean, A, almost immediately, you know, just like, I mean, like, just him, like, come on, Roach. I was just like, oh, great, perfect. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm in, that's, you know. I'm, said, I'm too, I'm too hardened for that. That's, to me, that is a, that is a, that is a explicit reference. And uh, explicit references are not good. They're yeah. References. You, you didn't, you didn't really like the games that much whereas i love the no games. i did not like the games very yeah. much yeah. so for but, me but, like but, but it's also like a it's a it's a it's experience of being a star wars fan i say fan lightly in the star wars sense but also being a star trek fan and an mm. actual star trek fan and being a fan of like lots of things over my life i've i've seen companies take advantage of that more and more over the years mm-hmm. and so just like come on roach is like yeah okay Geralt loves roach and treats him like a real person Got it. Like that is a like the most basic element of Geralt's character. Like, <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here like, oh please exploit me, reference me, yeah, yeah, reference know, me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you haven't been burned enough. That's what your problem is. No, the problem is is that I just I don't care. I'm like, burn me, yeah, burn okay. me as many times burn as you me, want. Yeah, I just okay. want to hear him say lines from the game. <laughs> I wanted to play Gwent. <laughs> so I mean, but like, so just just to give some some structure. I guess for me, if no one else, mm-hmm. like episode one, ultimately yes. I felt as someone who knows who's Geralt character is, mm-hmm. I didn't really need to see any of episode one. Mm. Like, okay. E- episode yeah, okay. one was essentially a waste of 45 minutes. Because it's establishing a character that you are already very familiar with. It's just like, yes. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's nice to know that Henry Cavill is going to be a, like the perfect witcher. Like mm-hmm. that's great. Like glad to know that. But that's the only thing I learn in 45 minutes, essentially. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, for me, like, just seeing that 
was just like like that final fight scene was just like it was just cake for me. I was like, this is fantastic. This is this is what I wanted to see. Like you know, like he goes and he like you know stabs the guy and like like pulls the sword like down and like like lops his head off and like you know just like deflecting the the, the bolts and just like the whole like the whole way he fights in that like that like those final two fights between like him and all the guys and then him and uh, and Renfrey. I was like, this is what I wanted. I'm so excited. <laughs> so that didn't do it for you. That was, that was, you weren't like, it wasn't worth it just for that. Well, no, it's, it's more that that is the bare minimum. Uh, okay. Like to me, it's like, yeah, you did a cool fight scene with Geralt of Rivia. Like, of mm-hmm. course you did. He's, he's an, he's amazing. Like he's an amazing physical God. Yeah. Like if you, if they like not pulling that off would have been me never watching episode two. Okay, well that's that's probably fair. Like that I was, guess, they they had to do that well, otherwise like that, they weren't yeah. doing Geralt of Rivia. Exactly. Episode one was just like them jerking off to them, like being like, "Yeah, we did it, motherfuckers. We found the perfect Geralt of Rivia." Like, oh yeah, and it's like <laughs> that's cool. Like maybe maybe like you're okay with forty five minutes of them jacking themselves off, but like the first five minutes was it was enough of an indulgence for me. Okay. I would have liked the plot to get moving a little faster. Okay, I guess what I'm know. saying is, you know how we're all waiting in, in like, bated breath for, for season two? Uh-huh. I felt like they could have fit season two in season one. Okay, there was, yeah, well, because, I mean, season one... So that's one... my major complaint, It's just, like, not enough happened. I wanted more things to happen. I, okay, I, I think I can agree with you on that. Is There was a lot of establishment in season one. So much. It was basically, like... Tell everybody about the entire world no, of the it's Witcher. It's not telling. It's sh- it's shouting. It's yelling for like an hour eight times. Okay, that that uh, that to me is fair. I feel like there were like they they did a lot of that, and yet there's a bunch of stuff that they left out or changed from the books. That having gone back and like read how the books go, I'm like, oh. Why did they do it that way? You know, and like, fair enough, they're trying to tell their own story, whatever. But like, you know, I I, I feel like they both simultaneously explained too much and then also left a lot of stuff like kind of weirdly like unexplained, you know, and like they weren't like, oh, this is how like, you know, any like, like, I, I like a show that like doesn't like tell you everything. But, like, and, you know, and shows you. But, like, to some degree, I was like, they didn't really... They, they, there, there needed to be a little bit more explanation of so, some things. Specifically, are you talking about Ciri and the forest where she meets Geralt for the first time and they didn't uh, do that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That is specifically I, I figured that. that's what you were talking about. That, that was a big one. I have, I, have re- I have heard that on Reddit, obviously, as I'm sure you have. Yes. And that does seem like a misstep. Yeah, they didn't. I feel like they didn't establish Geralt and Ciri's relationship as well as perhaps they should have, considering how like really, really, really important she is to the story. I feel I like mean, that was a little bit of a misstep. How how many times did they actually say her name? Ciri's yeah. name, like I mean, once? Was it once? No, I, mean, I, I think mean, it might have been once. I I feel like it was maybe more than that, but 
still, it was like, it, yeah, it wasn't, like, it wasn't obvious enough to me that they had an important relationship. I mean, they said the word destiny more than they said the word Siri, but. <laughs> I, I don't know what if we were, I mean, we might have gotten to this later, but I just want to mention that we're talking about that specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, could they have not thought of a better way to, like, rephrase Child of Surprise? Like, I'm sorry, maybe it's just me, but I found every time someone said the word surprise. Uh-huh. in episode four or five or whatever it was i just i just couldn't help but be completely taken out of it okay just like you deny your child of surprise <laughs> just like i'm sorry is this a fucking kinder egg like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> I, I mean i'll excuse it because it's kind of it's, it's true to the source material but, but that's, no, that's my problem though it's yeah. just like no <laughs> No, this, that's it's clearly an anachronism. Like child of destiny. Like clearly, you're talking about a child of destiny. Like use the word destiny. Don't I use mean, the word surprise. Yeah, I, I know, but I mean, like it, it's because it, it, it relates to the law of surprise and like all. Yeah, this which is stuff. also hilariously silly. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. it's the law of surprise. Oh, it's a surprise. Oh, just like no, it's the law of destiny. What you meant to say was destiny. You mean destiny, and you even say destiny. Like, you say I, destiny later, so I you clearly s- realized how silly surprise was. I will slightly disagree with you. I'll slightly disagree with you there, just because the whole concept of the law of surprise is that, like, it's a surprise to the person who then has to give up that thing. I know, you I'm hate sorry, the word. Dude. Even you talking about it makes me laugh. That's okay. silly. We, have to move, we have to move on from, from, from yeah. Stevens. Yeah. Stevens, I hate the word surprise. I just, I surprise, I surprise, surprise. Just, I, find, I find the word surprise inherently funny, I guess. Okay, fair enough. I, I, feel, I feel like that's, that might be a so good thing. That ruined a whole episode for me, which okay. was a very important episode. Okay. So, like, I don't know, maybe that affected my opinion of the series, but it's just, like, I could not take that episode seriously. Okay, fair enough. I, I guess I'm so used to hearing about, like, the law of surprise and stuff like <laughs> that from the game. The law of surprise! Game. The law of surprise! It's <laughs> just, like, how is that not, how is that not hilarious? I don't know. I mean, it's hilarious now that you're, like, <laughs> shining a light on it. Now I'm not going to be able to think of, like, every time I hear the word surprise, I'm just going to hear, like, Stephen, like, off in the background, like, the law of surprise! It's the law of surprise! That's just, that's all I'm going to hear it's from like, now I imagine on. balloons shooting out or something. Like, it's just so funny to me. Okay, fair enough. Okay, I'm going to take a breather here. Oh. God damn, God damn, God damn. Okay, but so, also, yeah. like, also the, um, like, the, the way that they handled, um, the way that they handled Renfrey, I feel like that was, again, a case of, like, they, they were trying to be kind of, like, I guess kind of coy about it, like in in the sense of they weren't explaining exactly what like Renfrey was was yeah, actually doing. Why be coy? That's yeah, the thing. Like one of why? those cases where be be very explicit about what's going on. It's like yes, Geralt, like or or explain it afterwards. Like, it's you know? a cool story, like told linearly. Why do the Westworld shuffle it all up? Like not explain things on purpose. Like it's okay. Like be confident in your storytelling. Don't, like, use editing tricks. That's what I feel like a lot of this, like, a lot of my problems with this are just, like, they could have just not done the weird time shift, like, not telling us thing. Well, I want to I wanna back up here because I think we're talking about okay. two different things. Because sure. um, I, 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 I do want to talk about the time skipping a little bit. But the, the Renfrey thing, though, that's, um, like, that, that's that whole first episode. 
Like, did did you understand her, like, why he had to go back and, like, stop her? No. Okay, see, I didn't didn't really understand that either, and I feel like— like she was going to kill the sorcerer, right? No, it was more than that. So, like, in the in the books, it's way more explicit, apparently. But, like, and I feel like there was some degree of that, but it wasn't really, it wasn't really, it, it should have been more spelled so, out. Which is, so, was, the, she, was she literally a child of, like, evil destiny? That's less important, is oh. she was going to kill everyone in the town until Stregobor came down out of the tower. Oh, that is not at all what I got out of it. That's why, like, it's. I feel like it's sort of a little bit alluded to for the fact that she was going to kill that girl. But, like, and, like, the, like you know, her, like, dudes yeah. were kind of, but, like, it was, it like, this is one of those things where it's, like, they they, 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 they spell so much out in the show. Like, they, or they, they, they ham, like, to your point, they hammer out, like, this yes. is a witcher. This is witcher stuff. But then there's so many important things that they just completely gloss over. And it's, like, dude, you got to explain that. Yeah. It's, like, okay. in yeah. some way. Because, like, like. I did we not know get that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, Geralt has his vision. And, like, I guess that's supposed to tell you that, like, okay, Geralt knows she's going to do something terrible. But, like. I don't think that it was enough, and like I think it wasn't. It sh- I can it say w- that for sure that it wasn't enough because I did not ever like. This is the first I'm hearing about this. So you're right. It's 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 not enough because I I didn't get it, and I've watched the series. I watched the first episode the whole way through twice. Yeah, like I did not get that. Like I'm st- I was still like, oh maybe Renfrey was like a, an okay person. Yeah, like, I didn't get that. Yeah, and like the thing is, like it's not even like necessarily like that. Like she, you know, like she was she was doing a bad thing. Right. You know, but like, you know, it's like, was she actually, you know, like was the like the the curse of the black sun actually like the thing that's doing this to her? Or is it like her whole, you know, life up to this point is just making her this kind of like crazed revenge, insane person, you know, but it's like, well, well, no, I'll say to that point, at least that I I feel like the the series makes pretty (sighs) clear that those are the same thing. Like the, the 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 events that happen because of the prophecy and the prophecy being right implicitly, like they those are the same thing. Like the, I think the series makes that pretty clear, just from the way the whole series arc comes. Just like destiny will have its due, whether it's like willingly or unwillingly. Like mm. the events will be curved. I mean, to make a wheel of time reference, Siri and Geralt are both tavern, and the weave of the world is is shifted around them and weaved around them in order to make events happen and not like everyone else is just is, is literally like a non-player character essentially cool i understood some of those words yeah okay well anyone who's <laughs> read wheel of time will appreciate i know that, I'm, so. yes i'm sure all of your the wheel of time uh, all people will be all like, negative three people that have read the wheel of time and have listened to this podcast will get that excellent <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yes, so like the time skipping thing, I I think I am a little bit more forgiving of that than you are. Um, I didn't mind it. I think it helped that you told me it was going to happen in advance of it happening because I think that I enjoyed the series more knowing that they were going to skip around a lot. And you also haven't watched it twice, right? I have not watched it twice. I've watched it twice. Okay. There was no need for time skipping. It's it's like it's 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 confusing, but at the same time, it's also barely present yeah and so it's just like you could have shifted like one episode around almost like just have um episode i think it's six 
The one, the one where um, the queen like comes back victorious, and mm-hmm. the, the event happens. Yeah, had that happen before episode two or three. Okay, where the queen dies, like literally, that's it. Like done. Like yeah. you've, like you're good. Like the, now the series is in chronological order again. I mean. I, I guess, like, I, I, this is part maybe partially the show's own fault, because, like, if you had the episodes in order, like, if you had, like, everything chronologically, you'd basically have, like, a full episode of Siri running through various woods, which maybe makes it seem like that wasn't so important. Like, maybe but, they could have cut that down a little bit. But you because, made the point earlier of, like, they, they removed the Geralt-Siri meeting in the forest part. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. include that. Yep. You're done. Yeah, like have like have a whole episode of Geralt running into Siri in various points, you know, or just have her pop up at random. Like, no, I, I guess I, I, like, no, I love that idea. I love that first idea. Have yeah. have a like semi comedy episode of just like, wow, Geralt is really stupid. <laughs> like yeah. he's run into Siri like twelve times already, and he still hasn't gotten the idea. Yeah, yeah. No, I love that. I think that would have been a perfect fucking mid. Oh my god! Now I'm really angry because that would have <laughs> been a perfect mid episode. Yeah, like a nice light hearted like. Oh yeah, here you go. We're explaining it. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I feel like that was the biggest misstep in the show for me was because I know how important their relationship was. So, like, for me, it was like, okay, like, I get why. Like, but it it just seemed like it was a little bit too, like, why does he all of a sudden care? And I think that you're supposed to, I I, I think the intention of the showrunners was that you're, like, he keeps hearing about this girl and that he's his destiny. And, like, he's becoming more, like, um kind of like tuned into the fact that maybe yeah. this really is a real yeah. thing but yeah. like it was too subtle it was yeah it, yeah this, this is this again it just gets, gets back to like these explain more things you know like yeah. like I, I i i i'm almost never the kind of person that's like you should explain more it's like i'm, I'm such a ah. show don't tell and yet this this show it was like it was like it was trying too hard to be See, show don't tell that i am a huge fan of telling Okay. <laughs> I love exposition. So yeah, I agree 100%. This show could have used an exposition episode. Oh, so I, so Yaskir was your your favorite character. He's like, "Oh, well, I guess I'm the exposition now." <laughs> he literally says that at some point in the show is hilarious. I mean, I mean, you're laughing and joking, but but yeah, yes. Yaskir was my favorite character. Oh, I mean, he was great actually. He was. I, I mean, he I, was like 100% he was my favorite character. I uh, There was never like I I have a so, I mean, if we're going to keep doing this podcast, I guess it's important to, like, tell people how I watch things. Yeah. Uh, I watch most things either as, like, a, like, addition to playing a video game, <laughs> or if I'm genuinely watching it, my finger is on my arrow keys, ready to skip. Just like, oh, this looks like a, like, a romance portion of this of this show slash movie. I'm going to hold down my my right arrow key until I'm no longer seeing these two people in a close-up. Like, that's that's how I watch things. Mm-hmm. And so I want to make it clear that, like, I very rarely felt the need to fast-forward in The Witcher. Okay. But I did it almost every time Siri was on screen. <laughs> because I didn't understand initially that she was Siri. And even after I understood that she was Siri, and I'm... You know, I, before the angry comments come, I'm, I'm certainly willing to accept that the reason I didn't understand she was Siri is because I had fast-forwarded a few times <laughs> through scenes that maybe would have told me she was Siri. But regardless, even after I had learned she was Siri, I still really didn't give a shit because yeah. I've played all the Witcher games and I understand what her ultimate destiny is and so just, like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, she's essentially like a deus ex machina MacGuffin. 
Like, okay. I, I, like, Siri is a non, an NPC, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I want, I want there to be, like, I, I want, like, uh, like, the assassin arc of Witcher 2. Like, oh my god, I would love to see that made into a TV show. <laughs> that but, was really like, good. Siri's story, say, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. I, I will say The Witcher 2 had probably one of the best stories out of all of the game. I mean, it was it was really, really compelling. Like, I still remember yeah. a lot of the story. Whereas, like, Witcher 3, while being a very good game, being the better game, in my opinion, was not even close, like, story-wise to how compelling Witcher 2 was. Yeah, Witcher 3 is, um, I mean, have I talked about my opinion on Witcher 3 on this show? No. Because it's against the grain. I, I think The Witcher 3 is, like, an okay action-adventure game, mm-hmm. but it's usually described as an RPG. Yeah. And in that, I think it fails, like, in, an, in a very, like, complete way. It's interesting that you say that, because, like, we, we've had this conversation briefly, and I kind of wanted to... Ha- I, I, I'm glad you brought it up, because I wanted yeah, to have I'm this glad, conversation. Yeah, I wanted to ha- I, I've always wanted to have this conversation. All the I, I don't think that... We have the same definition. I, like, yeah, no, I, without, without a doubt, we don't. My definition of RPG is is extremely weird, specifically because of how much I don't like Witcher Three. I had to craft like an, a definition of RPG that like skillfully excludes the Witcher Three, just because I I hate calling it an RPG. Well, I mean, let me let me ask you this: like, you know, is like is something like Final Fantasy? An no, RPG? that's a JRPG. Those are totally different. Okay. Because you see, yeah. like for me, I feel like The Witcher 3 is almost the most RPG RPG I've ever played. Because while it does give you choices, it kind of it kind of wants you to play a character. Because it's, you know, a role-playing game. And it wants you to play the role of Geralt of Rivia. <laughs> see, th- okay. So this is exactly my problem. Yes. Is that that... What you're saying is Geralt of Rivia is not a role. <laughs> Witcher is a role. Geralt of Rivia is a character. Uh, you sorry, are okay. you are acting as Geralt of Rivia in The Witcher 3. But acting is not role playing. Uh, Geralt okay. of Rivia is a spectrum of decisions. Okay. But unfortunately, Geralt of Rivia is a pretty narrow. You're either a charming womanizer or an asshole womanizer. <laughs> but those are your two decisions. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not a choice between Paragon Witcher and Renegade Witcher to use Mass Effect decisions. Yeah. But like as simplistic as that dichotomy is, like good versus evil, mm-hmm. it's a pretty general dichotomy. And so it gives you a lot of options. Yeah. Witcher 3 does not give you options. It gives you character choices. Yeah. And it gives you good character choices. Like like right like I'm not saying Witcher 3 is a bad game. Okay. I'm saying it's it's a bad it's a bad CRPG specifically and to my definition that makes it a bad RPG. Okay. But if you if you if you're willing to call Madden or you know the newest NBA or NFL game an RPG, then I'm willing to call it a good RPG. But at that point I'd say that the wor- the term RPG is pointless and you shouldn't use it. That's an interesting point. I don't think I've ever heard brought up is like the the difference between role and character. Because you're right. I mean, Geralt is a character. He's a character who like, plays he's a character. The, yes, that, who has a role of a Witcher, but yeah, the, yeah, okay. He's a person, and I it, it's I'm, important to note that the most important thing is that it's not so bad that you're playing a character. The writers of The Witcher Three know who Geralt's character is, and that's what the major problem is. Because the writers of The Witcher Three. Know when you're making a choice what 
Geralt's character would do. Mm. And so they, they've they crafted a game <sighs> designed to pander to that character. Okay. But if, you, if, but if you're trying to play a different character in the same role, you get fucked at every turn. <laughs> and like, that that's sounds realistic. Very, that, that sounds very in his character, though. <laughs> that's realistic. Yeah, it's realistic no, no, no. and it's cool. To get fucked at every turn. Oh. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm, I, I'm only here to amuse myself. Yeah. That's really okay. all that it comes yeah, down yeah. to. Yeah, but I'm tits. Yes, indeed. Indeed. Quite. Quite. Indeed. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> so, so it's just like, you know, like if the writers had been more forgiving, but they're not. Like, they like because they want to be realistic, mm-hmm. they, they want to be unforgiving. Yeah. But that means there's a right choice. Mm-hmm. And that makes it a bad RPG game. Because in real life, there isn't a right choice. Real life does not have correct choices. It's all about how you make your choice and how you follow through with them. But The Witcher 3, like, it forces you to automatically follow through with your choices. In a way that's, like, (laughs) extremely frustrating for someone who's used to, like, Baldur's Gate and KOTOR and Divinity. Like, not, not Divinity Original Sin, like, Divinity, like, the old, like, the old Larian game Divinity. Mm. Like... Like, Thief, like, uh, Morrowind, like, all of those games are games where, like, you have to follow through. And The Witcher 3 follows through for you in cutscenes. And I really, 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 really don't like having follow through in cutscenes. It's why I don't like Mass Effect 3 very much, for instance. Mm. Well, can I, can I say this, though? And let me see if you agree with this, at least. Is, would you say that The Witcher 3 at least does a good job of making your choices have actual like consequences in the game. Oh, that's why I don't. That's why I never want to say Witcher Three is a bad game. Okay. Because Witcher Three is a good game. Okay. It's just you just don't like it being called an RPG. It's just that whenever I hear about people praising The Witcher Three, I hear it praised in the sense that it's an amazing RPG, the best RPG ever made. Yeah. And maybe I'm an old fogey. Maybe I'm just ignorant. And maybe the. the the, the genre of RPG has moved on from my narrow definition of it being a CRPG, essentially. Mm-hmm. But fuck that. <laughs> it's the kids who are wrong. <laughs> an RPG is a fucking RPG. The Witcher 3 is an action-adventure game. It's a great action-adventure game. I'm replaying it right now because I liked watching The Witcher again that much. And I'm willing to give it another chance. I washed the slate clean in my mind, and I'm playing it fresh. But my God, fuck calling it an RPG. Okay. Would you, so would you would would it be fair to say that it is an action adventure game with branching storylines? Yeah, sure. You know. Okay. So here's my argument about why it's an action adventure game. Have you ever played Far Cry Four? Yeah. Where you're on an island and you're that guy, and you get to choose between being tribal or being not tribal. Yes. Describe to me exactly. Not generally, exactly how that game is different from The Witcher 3. What's different about it, specifically? Is it is it the level-up system? No, no way. That's the same. Trait-based. Is it the way you choose your path? No, that's pretty much the same. It's it's pretty much just an option of one or the other. Okay, so that's pretty much the same. You have, you have essentially two different endings. I know The Witcher 3 has three different endings, but fuck you. It's two. Is it, is it the way combat works and, and, and the overworld works? No, that's pretty much the same. Is it the way the minimap works? No, that's the same. Is it the way the quest works? No, actually, that's pretty much the same. So either Far Cry 4 is an RPG or The Witcher 3 is an action-adventure game. Okay, that's, that's my choice. That's my choice. 
<laughs> the only the only thing I would say to that is that is that there is more story elements to The Witcher Three, like yes. in terms of like dialogue yes. and stuff yes. like that. That's the that's that's the yeah, yeah, main yeah. difference. Yes. That's I mean, The Witcher Three is obviously better. I mean, uh, here's a different comparison. Sure. In 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 what way is Dishonored? any different from the witcher 3 and i think I that think I, Dishon- I mean dishonored is an action adventure game yeah and that's what it, that's no that's what i mean and i think i think that that actually might even be make the point even better because dishonored has got like i mean like it's got like tons of like books and like lore and stuff yeah, but that doesn't know? make an rpg an rpg yeah it's it's like it, it's it, it, like, that, i i think that if if, if dishonored yes. is an action adventure game it's it, it is similar enough to The Witcher that I think I could sign up to calling The Witcher yes. an action adventure game in the yeah, same maybe, way that Dishonored maybe to is. be to be less like you know um, inflammatory <laughs> inflammatory about it. It's really just it's the breadth of choices that I'm talking about. Yes, it's you know it's it's a new vague. It's like can I join Caesar's Legion? Like what if if I could join the Dark Elves in The Witcher Three? Then I would be happy to call Witcher Three an RPG. Yeah, okay. I, I, I get what you're and saying. That, and that's even why I would call Morrowind an action-adventure game. Okay, now we're... Now, 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 yeah, now, now, now we're getting serious, yeah. Yeah, now, because, now, 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 now it's fighting words. Because I yeah. think that, in my opinion, Morrowind does... Like, for a Western RPG, does probably one of the best jobs of giving you essentially infinite options. Yes, and, and I want so badly to agree with you, Jason. You have no idea. <laughs> I really, really want to say that Morrowind is an RPG because I want it to. Because it's my favorite game. I mean, like you know, Morrowind is, is, is Morrowind fucking, your favorite game? Uh, it, it might be mine. It's close it to no, it. No, it, it is. It is. It is. Okay. It is. I, like Kotor would be the only competition, but Kotor is ultimately much more limited than you know, Morrowind is. That I think. I mean, that I, I feel like that almost says a lot because I think that if it isn't, and it's funny because like I'm not really a big turn-based RPG guy, but like I think. It's possible that my favorite game is probably Earthbound. Yeah, I mean, but Earthbound is like. But Earthbound is almost special. like I mean, like the 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 like the gameplay of Earthbound. Like Earthbound is a treat. Earthbound is a treat, and the gameplay is not turn. great. The the no. gameplay is not great. It's just so charming. It's the oh god, but like it's and that's just the thing. so charming. That's what I think. It's the game that made me like stories in games yeah. so much because it's I like agree, oh, yeah. this is the way to do it perfectly. Yeah, <laughs> just just the ideal game. Oh man, yeah. are you are yeah, you ever gonna you play? Are you ever gonna play Earthbound two? It's one of those. Th- I like. It's, it's. I've not played it for so long that it's become part of me. <laughs> Could it could it become not a part of you? <laughs> Maybe I I, just, I I don't want to like I don't want a second fiddle to Earthbound in my brain. Oh man, I guess is really where it comes down to. You know what I mean? Can I can I say that it's like? I mean, you it, said it. Yeah, I've said it multiple times. I'm gonna yeah, sound like a pro, but yeah. like 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 as a continuation of Earthbound's story, it's just so exactly what you and it's it's enough not like Earthbound. To, to, to not displace Earthbound in any way, but it's got enough of the same things. Like, it's got all of the same charm while having a different tone, I think. It's just, I don't know. It's like, it's such a good game. It's like, it's exact. like, I, I can't describe how exactly it's the exact game that I wanted Earthbound 2 to be. But it, it is. It's just, it's the, it's the, it's the game. It's like, it's like, how do you follow up a game like Earthbound? That's how you do it. You make that game. And it's I just, feel like, I feel like the more that you talk about how amazing it is, the less I'm likely to play it. 
<laughs> That's the problem. It's just like, it's like, give me another couple years. Oh, and I might become desperate enough to play it. Okay, but if you keep hyping it up, I'm going to be like, I don't want to be disappointed by this. Like, oh, I don't, I don't want to like, Earthbound is so special to me. I don't want Earthbound to be less special by Earthbound 2 being a disappointment. Like, because that's how I feel about Dark Souls, for instance, right? Uh-huh. Like, I like Dark Souls 1 less because Miyazaki was so predictably boring with the, like, advancement of the Dark Souls genre. <laughs> like, as a, as a fan of Armored Core, I'm aware of what Miyazaki does when he, like, makes sequels. Okay. He makes them faster. Yeah. Like, literally. Like, y- like yeah. just, just faster. Yes. And that's what he did. Yes. With Dark Souls. Like, he yes. made Dark Souls 1, then he, then he didn't make Dark Souls 2, uh-huh. and Dark Souls 2 I like, but then he made Bloodborne, which was faster, and then he went back to Dark Souls and then made Dark Souls faster. And yeah. it's just like, it makes me think he doesn't understand, wow, we have really gone off topic, by the way. Oh, that's But it okay. makes me think we haven't <laughs> under, he hasn't understood Dark Souls if he thinks that making Dark Souls faster makes it better. It makes it more profitable, makes yes. it more popular, maybe, but better? No. It makes it worse. I, I will okay. I will agree with that because basically, Dark Souls three was like, what if we mixed in Bloodborne? <laughs> I mean, we we both played Armored Core. We oh, know yeah. we know what happened when Miyazaki took over. He made Armored Core four, which was a fucking Twitch mecha game. Yep. And then he made Four Answer, which, to be fair, is my favorite Armored Core game. Oh, it's I'm not amazing. saying he's a bad game designer. Yeah. I'm just saying all he does is make games faster. That's all yes. he's capable of as a designer. Fair enough. And I, I, I do. I, now that you shot a light on that, I do. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. It is true. He basically just like, like, oh, armored core. Let's just see if we can make it faster. Can we make yeah. it faster? Let's make it faster. How? Yeah. But how fast? It's like, well, could, can it be possible that you just don't actually like register anything that's happening and you just kind of like hold on to the controller for yeah. dear life well, actually not even just faster but also add big bosses oh, and yeah. faster yeah it's like can we add big boss battles to armored core and make it faster yes awesome yeah great i i do agree with you that like dark souls 3 i don't like as much because i feel like it doesn't it doesn't do the thing that i liked about dark souls 1 which is be very very methodical with how everything like it's it's dark souls 3 is not punishing the way the rolls work in dark souls 3 means that you can press the roll button realize you fucked up and then roll again without costing you anything that does not happen in dark souls 1 or Demon Souls to, to for for our people who are you know snotty Dark Souls fans and are like, but what about Demon Souls the original? Just yeah. like I played Demon Souls, motherfucker. Like I know. Like don't worry, I got a pedigree. Like I'm, I'm there for you. <laughs> like Demon Souls was even slower. Yeah. Like yeah, I mean yeah, Dark. There is a lot of roles, and like I I don't like the way the bosses are designed in Dark Souls three in the sense of like their um, yeah. Like a king a King Osiris, the dragon guy yeah. with the baby. That is the worst boss in in Dark Souls. Because all in they, my opinion. all they did, as as far as is, they basically took the enemies from Bloodborne and the bosses yeah. from Bloodborne, and then made you play it as a Dark Souls character. And I was exactly. like, this doesn't really like, I this doesn't match up for me. You know, like I don't want like frantic bosses because, like, here's the thing, like I like the play style that like I picked up in Dark Souls One. You know, it was it, like I never used shields. I was always very much like the like like the roll and hit oh, yeah. type of thing, and so. For me, like, when I played Bloodborne, I was like, oh, this is my jam. I'm like, this is... Actually, it almost ruined Bloodborne a little bit for me because Bloodborne, you are so much more agile than you are in Dark Souls that, like, 
I actually found Bloodborne to be really easy. Oh, like I—I've never heard that actually. I—I I mean, okay, I haven't done the Chalice dungeons, and I know that like the Chalice dungeons. Have you done the DLC? I've done all the DLC. Okay, well, I've heard—I've heard that the DLC boss, um, the whatever the the orphan, the orphan of Kos. I've heard that's the hardest. Okay, so here's the thing: is that boss? I could see why it would be a hard boss if Bloodborne was the first Souls born game you played yeah but i beat that entire game without summoning anybody once wow and i even beat... the even the fucking like um blood starved beast yeah i mean i had to i, I took a couple actually blood starved beast which one i'm trying to think the one, one with like the big flap of flesh and you it... have to go down the stairs into the cathedral to fight yeah it? that one was the hardest one for me i think that i had it i had I, okay but well, I think so you had a pretty standard bloodborne experience thing because i think that is generally considered yeah other than the orphan, the hardest. Well, see, but I beat the orphan in three tries. Okay. And I'm not trying I mean, to seen, like. This is not like. You no, know, I've seen people beat it one try. I mean, I'm not like. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to like. There's no like. It's not like a humble sure. brag or anything. But like, no, you it's know, not. Like, it's not. Third try is not a humble brag. You're yeah. you're a scrub. <laughs> I, beat it, I beat it in three tries. Everybody hyped it up, and I was like, once I understood what the boss was, I was like, oh, this isn't really like basically like because there's the two DLC bosses between like. Three and Bloodborne, right? Like, no, I feel I mean, like. So wait, before you go on a little bit, I just want to say, just like flat out, like none of the Souls games are hard. I mean, yeah, if you at if any you, point, if you know what to do properly, it's no, it's not even. It's not even what to do properly. It's it's literally a patience test. It's a patience test. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Attack. Wait, wait, wait. Like, if you can't do the five waits in between each attack, then you're gonna fail. But if you can wait for five minutes between each attack, you win each boss regardless. Yeah, you just have to be patient and dodge at the right time. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. Like, but so I, there's no difficulty. I, I will say, the, so, like, because people, you know, like, the, the whatever, what's the, I don't remember the dragon that we spent forever fighting. Yeah, um, yeah, um, the fucking, um, the... Yeah, you know what I mean. But the, the yes. dragon at the end of the, the DLC, the really hard... The last one. dragon light rider. No, 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 the actual dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Storm King. No, the actual dragon. Oh, the, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, I'm sorry. Literally the actual dragon. Yeah, that, that boss at the end of the DLC and I, the Orphan are both considered two of the hardest bosses in, in the Soulsborne series as far as I, yes. I, everything that everybody said. I, I found the dragon way harder than the Orphan because the thing with Bloodborne is Bloodborne teaches you to go, go, go all the time. And that's how Bloodborne, like, plays. It's like, get aggressive, get in their face, you know? And the orphan punishes that really badly. Whereas if you just play the orphan like you're playing a Souls game, where you just, you back off, you let him do his craziness, and then you get in one or two quick hits, it's no big deal. It's not that hard. Whereas Mm. on the opposite end of the spectrum, the dragon, and I I did not fight him this way. I don't think... Because you, me, and Alex, you know, our cousin, we, played this. No, no, I've, I've played, I've fought the dragon in a number of different scenarios. I don't feel like the dragon is actually that hard, but continue. Uh, here's, here's the thing that I found about the dragon is the dragon punishes my play style, and I couldn't really uh, get yes. out of it. Is yeah. it the dragon? On the other hand, it says, you know, everything you learned yes. in Souls about get out of the way of the attacks, you know, Never. and it. No, you have to put all that aside and get aggressive and get right up in his face and hit him in the face. <laughs> yeah. So it's and, weird because my play style in Dark Souls is a very aggressive play style. 
Yeah. It's just I play aggressively with strength weapons, so it's a very slowly aggressive playstyle. Yeah, and see for me, I I'm very much a, like you know, like I, I got Sif trained into me too hard of like go for the back legs, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. That whole fight says you can't do that because here's the thing: that fight isn't even like it. it, it you have so much time between each attack. That, like, you almost never have, like, you, you, there's never a time when it's hard to, like, no. chug an ass. You need to really constantly be sprinting toward the dragon. Yeah, you need to be, you need to have, like, a much more aggressive playstyle. And for me, I was, I just couldn't, like, I, I, we have, like, I eventually beat it, but, like, it took me a bazillion tries, and I did it by, like, you know, attacking the leg once and then running away, and then attacking the leg once and then running away. And it was just, like, it was, exa- but, like, basically, all that, like, because that boss with the Estus, like, as many Estuses as you have, that's basically as many chances as you have. Because he kills you yes. pretty much in two hits. Yeah, always, yeah. So, like, you know, if he hits you once, you chug an Estus, and you have another chance. And until you run into those, then you have one more chance after your second health bar, like, like second half of your health bar. And that's it. That's as many chances as you have to not fuck up. You basically, but you have so many chances, whereas there's other bosses in that game where I have no opportunity to even chug an Estus. It's like they're hitting me before that even happens. So he wasn't hard. He was just, an inc- like you said, an incredible patience test, but also a, a test of you need to be aggressive. And then once you're aggressive, you need to like like know when to, you need to stay close to him know when to hit him, and then also only hit him in the head. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I kind of feel disappointed that Dark Souls is going to be the new, like, genre setter for our generation. If, I mean, I say that, but what I really mean is fucking Fortnite is the genre setter, <laughs> and Dark Souls is a subnote. But yes. as a subnote, it did just set its own genre. Yeah. Um, and it just, you know, Dark Souls is good. I like Dark Souls a lot, but it's not, like, that crazy, ultimately. Like, yeah, it, it 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 does what it does. Yeah, and I feel like yeah, like you it, it, trying to like just because you can copy that formula doesn't mean that you're gonna capture the same like I mean like obviously this happens with like any genre, but you don't capture the same goodness just by simply copy and pasting the formula. Like yeah, I mean, literally look at Dark Souls two. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's. I mean, I love Dark Souls two. It's my favorite Dark Souls game. But really, but I can recognize that the oh wait. We've, have we never had this discussion before? I think we have, but every time you say it, it always just flabbergasts me because it's yeah, my yeah, least okay. favorite Dark well, Souls. So for the audience, uh, I am a Dark Souls. I am a Dark Souls PvP player. Uh, I don't actually like the single player of Dark Souls very much. <laughs> I've beaten all the games multiple times, of course, because that's how you. That's what you have to do to make PvP characters. But I'm not really a big fan of like the the like lose multiple times to a boss only to eventually succeed. Like I, I prefer to just run through the game and just fight like, people online. So, Dark Souls 2 is my favorite because Dark Souls 2 has the best PvP. Yeah. Because Dark Souls 1 is bad PvP, and Dark Souls 3 is how many times can you spam dodge roll in a row. (laughs) So, Dark Souls 2 is kind of the default for a PvP player, so that's why I like it the best. But that's the only reason. It's not for any, like, single-player reason. Fair enough, yeah. I keep forgetting. Yeah, Yeah, that's right, because you are are the PvP guy. Because, like, for me, like, I feel like Dark Souls 3... (sighs) is the most enjoyable to play through like because it's oh, yeah. Just, yeah. it's so it's nice it's responsive yeah, everything it's works fun. but i it's like fun. i like one the most i like cuz nothing just really recaptures the magic of like playing through one it was I mean, just I mean if, if one was more active i would probably play that more it's just not as active as 2 or 3 
Three is really active still, which is nice. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, I keep thinking that maybe I should pick up the uh, the remastered because I feel like that would just. You've never gotten it? No, I never got it. Oh, the remaster is fun, and okay. in the remastered, my favorite thing to do is 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 sprint as quickly as possible to get the dragon covenant, and then <laughs> like get all the dragon stuff because if you're a really low level. The dragon flame is still like powerful, mm-hmm. and so you can literally just like hold the fucking uh, square button and just like murder people in PvP without any effort. And it's just like it's the <laughs> most fun twink build I've ever had. That's it's hilarious. so unfair. And if they do attack you, you can roar and do your like tiny like hilarious claw attack. But at the low levels, the claw attack is a fixed damage, and so it does like eight hundred, like six hundred damage, which is like. <laughs> The entire health bar of some people at that level, which is so fun. It's just like, oh, I love being an asshole in those games. So yes, good. you do. You, you taught it's me all so about fun. it. so fun. You taught yeah, me all about it. so fun. <laughs> that, that, that is still probably one of my favorite video gaming achievements, is doing, like, one of those, like, low-level Dark Wraith. Like, yes! That was, that was hilariously fun, of, like, beating yeah. the game on a super low level. It was, it was, it was frustrating as shit, especially yeah. uh, Smoke and Orenstein. But, like, yeah. oh, God. oh, God. Then you get to rub it in everyone's faces. Yeah, then you get to rub it in. I mean, yeah, I, I think I think that probably stands for me as probably my one of my number one gaming achievements, if not my number one gaming achievement, is just yeah. do, just doing that full stop. Yeah. <laughs> just like the last challenge is the four kings. Like, can how low of a level can you beat the four kings? Yeah. It's like, well, if you run to get Havel's Harbor, it turns out it's pretty fucking low. Yeah. So anyway, uh, this was a fun video game conversation. But do we want to return to the actual topic? Yeah. Do we want to? Do we want to say a few more things? What, what else? What else did you want to say about The Witcher? Nilfgaard armor didn't bother me. Oh, it bothered me a lot. Okay. It was. This, <laughs> it was so so unbelievably stupid looking, <laughs> and they had a bunch of people in regular plate armor, so it makes even less sense to have this like weird like poo armor on all the Nilfgaard people. Like, why? 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 That? Nilfgaard armor didn't bother me. I thought that it was fine to have a weirdly, like, kind of, like, ornate armor in a sense that, like, it was just kind of, like, it was just strange and, like, What do you mean weirdly ornate? Because, like, I mean, like, armor doesn't usually have, like, a bunch of, like, random, like, malarkey on it like that. It wasn't ornate. It was poop. It was, like, it was, it didn't look, the regular armor looked ornate to me. The, that armor looked like fucking, like, someone, like, plastered, like, poop on them. I'm sorry, I just I can't stop making the poop reference. It just yeah. looked like poop. Would you say that it was a surprise? <sighs> no, it wasn't, because I fucking knew about it before the series started. And they never changed it. I thought, and surely that's just, like, placeholder CGI armor somehow. But no. The scene where it's, it's, it's like, the that main character of Nilfgaard who, like, makes the doppelganger... Mm-hmm. And like he's he's on his horse like looking for Siri, yeah. and he has like the full Nilfgaard armor with the Nilfgaard helmet like crushing his face in, and it's just like didn't didn't a human look at that scene and go like okay this is pretty silly looking we should probably not use this armor anymore yeah but like no one made that decision and like <laughs> the part that pisses like I would understand if there was a lot of scenes with like full Nilfgaardian armies walking around and like it was they needed that because it's cheaper. Because mm-hmm. they can 3D print it or whatever. Like, I would have understood. But how many scenes are there with the Nilfgaard army? Two? Yeah. Like, maybe, yeah, and, maybe, and maybe everyone three. else is wearing plate armor throughout the whole fucking movie. I mean, TV series. I'm sorry. TV. Yeah. It felt like a movie because I binged it. <laughs> yeah, that is the way. So I just, I don't understand why the choice was made. Like, it's clearly not an aesthetic choice. 
unless I'm like a blind person. Yeah, so, and it's not a cost choice because there wasn't enough scenes to make sense for it to be a cost choice. Mm. I, I mean, maybe I'm wrong about how cost works. That's possible, but I, it didn't I, seem to me like that was what it was. I guess I'll say I didn't. I, I won't say that I liked it. I won't say that it bothered me. It was, Can I, but like everything else was great, right? Yeah, everything else was great. It was it was a weird choice. I, I, could, you, could you at least agree that it was the worst armor? Oh yeah, yeah. No, it was the worst armor. Like I yeah, didn't, like fault. I said, I didn't like it. I didn't dislike it. I was just kind of like, okay, it's just weird armor. So fine, whatever. I'm willing to accept it and move on. Yeah, I just. But I really I didn't just, like, and I'm not gonna. I, I'm I'm not gonna really like uh, go into any of this because I like there are some like. I don't think we've really gotten into any, like, book spoilers, and I won't get into really any book spoilers. Yeah, I don't know the book very well, so I yeah. couldn't. But the only thing that I'll say is that character you're referencing, the guy chasing Siri, is, like, I, his treatment was really weird in the show. Because, and, like, when I was watching the show, I was like, oh, this guy's supposed to be, like, like unrelentingly evil. Whereas, like, in the... Um, oh, interesting. I didn't get that, actually. When you were watching the show, he seemed, like, crazy evil, right? No, not all the time. Really? Oh, okay. No. Okay. I thought me, he... like I thought there was some doubt that he was actually like genuinely looking for Siri to protect her. Oh, okay. See, At least t- up until the doppelganger scenes, obviously. Well, because that's the that, thing. Like, that yeah. changes the whole aspect. That's that's the problem that I have with it because I think in like because in the book apparently like in that point in the story he's much more nuanced. Like, well, I mean, so I play a lot of like medieval strategy games like Crusader Kings and stuff. Yeah. So I'm familiar with the concept of, like, taking over a piece of territory, killing the liege lord, putting their heir in charge of the new territory. And so it didn't seem to me to be a crazy idea that Nilfgaard would be, like, genuinely looking for Ciri to make her the actual queen. Yeah. Like, and then control her, of course, but uh-huh. that's fine. You yeah, know, I mean, it was, it was more that doppelganger works. scene. It was more that doppelganger scene yeah, with, it, like... Yeah. When the doppelganger shows up, you're like, oh, no, he's evil. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Got it. So apparently but, he's much... And like, A, there's no doppelganger in the books, and... Oh, really? Yeah, like, that That whole thing doesn't happen. It, it happens totally differently, and he's a much more, like, nuanced character. Um, mm. So, you know, like... I, it'll be interesting to see how they handle him going forward and if they're going to, like, yeah. bring any more of that. The, the nuance did come across for me. Okay, so it didn't come across for me, and it was yeah. so it was weird reading later. It's like up in that point in the story, he's more nuanced. So yeah, it, it made sense to me that like you want to take control of the kingdom. Yeah, you find the legitimate heir and like vassalize them essentially. Like that makes sense to me. But that's because again, I'm I'm a big history nerd. The other thing that I didn't really care for was the way that they portrayed Nilfgaard as like being like this kind of, like weirdly like radicalized like you know religious like fanatics because that's oh, like, so, okay interesting because yeah. that's that's again not something from the books and also like from, really even from the games that's not really because I mean like in the games it's like yeah they're, like they're just they're just like I don't know like. They, 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 no, they, I, yeah, I hundred percent get what you're saying. They are not any like they they seem like like a totally reasonable force. Yeah, like they're they're almost like the Roman army. Yeah, you know, like versus like you know like the like the like, like the tribes of like you know like the the, the British Isles and like you mm-hmm. know the Germanic tribes. Yeah, like that, that's that's, yeah. that's always how I've envisioned it. And so like it's a very weird way to, to portray them and I'm I'm wondering how much they're even going to stick with that next season because it's it's weird. I don't know. I just like I didn't really like it. I didn't really understand why it was necessary because it's like 
you know, I, I, I didn't understand why it was necessary huh. and See, what they're going to even do with it. Okay, so, hmm, that's interesting, actually. Because having the Nilfgaard be, like, the unambiguously evil faction worked in the TV show, I feel. Yeah. Um, and so if that's not the way it is in the books... I am curious to see if they continue with that particular... Because I feel like they kind of need to at this point. Yeah, almost. I mean, they've kind of boxed themselves into a corner, I yeah, think. Exactly, I mean, we'll, yeah, exactly, We'll see how they get out of it, if they even do. Yeah, I, 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 I wasn't huge on that. Like, I always, I always saw... That makes me like, even... That makes me kind of think even less of the show than I did already, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, I mean, like I said, these those are my main, like, niggles with the show. Like, I, I, I liked... I liked it overall, but I did. I had some. I had some issues with it, and those were those were among them. I also yeah. I also didn't super care for the actress that they picked for Triss. Not that like as an actress. Oh, I'm just like, yeah, no, yeah. It's just I don't know. I like even like it wasn't even so much her appearance. Like I mean, like it, it was. It, it definitely didn't gel with me versus like her character like in the games. But I know that her character in the games is not in any Faithful, way shape yeah. yeah it's not in any way shape or form related to her character in the uh in the books so that's fine but like even like what i understand of her character in the books is like i didn't like you know like she's supposed to be like very like young and naive and like completely and utterly in love with Geralt, and he just doesn't really wait like really it. yeah and they didn't really seem like they were going uh. that route and so i just like yeah I don't know. I I I just I don't know. I just I like her character just seemed like weird and like just I didn't really like it, it just it was such a departure from She was a minor character for sure. And she is a minor character too. Like I mean at least in the in the short story she's a super minor character so it makes sense she was a minor character it's just like but she's eventually going to become like not like a super super important character but like definitely less of like from what I understand definitely less of a minor character and it's like if they kind of put themselves in a bad spot with like the way that they have portrayed this character, I think they so. can always replace the actress. That's yeah, I know. I hate when they do that. In often shows. enough. I hate when they do that in shows, though. Because it, it really bother you though with the mountain. Uh, with the mountain, it wasn't so bad. Um, yeah, so I think I think that's the same level of character. But that's because the mountain wears fucking full plate armor most of the time. So all no, the, you saw his face multiple times. Don't give me that. And it and it confused me every single time. But like okay, I was more okay. willing to accept it. Whereas like when they replaced like I was like Dario or whatever was his name. Yeah. That I completely that I was, was like, weird. Yeah, I guess. I, I was like, this, this, I'm like, who the hell is this new guy? And like they're yeah. treating him like I should know who this is. And like, you know, like if you're gonna do that. You have to lampshade it. You have to say something like, oh, you got a haircut. You know, it's yeah. something stupid mm-hmm. like that. Yes, so, like, so I can be like, oh, wait a second. I'm supposed to know who this character is. Like, you can't just, like, you can't just walk past it. Like, oh, this is not a big deal. We just totally replace this character. It's like, fuck you. You can't do that. Game of Thrones was popular enough for them to do that. But, yes, you should lampshade it. I agree. I think that's a smart idea. Yeah. But... Like, yeah, I mean, I guess overall, though, like, other than, like, like, and so, like also, like, th- there was that, like, really cheesy scene um, when they were fighting all of the, um, you know, like, uh, when they were fighting all of the uh, the people, like, up where the dragon was. Yeah. You know, where, like, like, uh, like the, Yennefer and Geralt are fighting, and, like, you know, like, at one point, like, you know, they shake, like, wheels around, and, like, they, like, kiss while he's, like, you know, shooting the Ard out, you know? It was, like, I was, like, a little bit, like, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about that scene. So, somebody, that. Yeah. somebody justified that for me. See, that's exactly what I was talking about at the very beginning. Uh-huh. With non-serialized versus serialized. Uh-huh. If they had just done it straightforward. Yeah. And, like, made it Adventure of the Week episodes. Uh-huh. Which I think would have been, like, 
do the first half adventure of the week, do the last half series focused. Uh-huh. That would have been perfect. Uh-huh. But they like they wanted to link everything, and so you get like weird character moments in the middle of like these like throwaway episodes, like the dragon episode. Yeah, where it's just like you could have just not had that episode. <laughs> like you could have just not had it. But it was one of the short stories, so yeah. But you, but like I don't, I don't care <laughs> that it was one. Of, I don't know what the short stories are. Like yeah. just don't. Like, don't waste my time with an episode where I know what's going to happen, because of course that guy is the dragon. Uh-huh. I, I don't think we've talked about that, but, like, we all knew that that was the dragon, right? I, I, I Like, at the know. very start, like, he was wearing fucking dragon scale armor, for I, God's sakes. I, did, like, I didn't pick up on that, but you know what? I picked up on it, um, like, as soon as he started, like, as soon as his, like, he went, but what about the infamous gold dragon? And Garrett went, that's not real. And I went, okay, that guy's a gold dragon. I see. <laughs> I guess I didn't realize in that universe that dragons could like shapeshift, so that wasn't really. I, I, I mean, I play a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. Dra- to me, dragons are gods. Okay, so fair enough. I guess that's, that's yeah. Good. It's just like yeah, a dragon I, is a god. But like that that scene, like it was cheesy as hell. Um, the, the way that it was justified to me was that like you know. Like, like magic users can, like, amplify the user, like, the magic of other people, like, by being in contact with yeah, them. Yeah, that, that, that is the most cop-out fucking, like, yeah. bullshit. Like. So, like, fine, whatever. But, like, and, and, like, also in that episode especially, I found that, like, Yennefer's, like, usage of magic seemed like it was just kind of, like, bullshit. Because it was, like, she could just do whatever she wants. Oh, I, on the topic of Yennefer, so, I, I mean, I love Yennefer's character and everything. But uh-huh. did you find that she got worse when she lost the hump like her acting like <laughs> yeah. literally her acting got worse i do actually. like i feel like the hump may, might have helped the actress like get into the character more yeah I, I i i just like it, it like she stopped being as like compelling when she like became pretty yeah i i i thought that her like i thought that her scenes were like of all of the characters were the most all over the place like i don't know the order mm, that the stuff yeah. was i don't know the order the stuff was filmed in um, I do, from what I understand, the first episode was actually a lot, like a lot of it was refilmed, which to me is why it almost feels like the most polished part. Because I think they changed, oh, yeah. they changed some major elements, I believe. I also think they changed some of the costuming of Geralt. So they had to like, yes, they yeah. had to redo a lot of like the first no, episode. episode one is extremely polished. That's why I don't like it as much. <laughs> it just, it feels like one like smooth Geralt like cutscene. <laughs> That's why I liked it. <laughs> and it's just like, like I like Geralt, but like I don't want just Geralt. Like yeah. I want, I want Dandelion. I That's know. what I really want. Well, I just the thing want is, more Dandelion. It does make me feel good about what the production of the show is going to be like because if all of the episodes are as, or, or like, sorry, I'm sorry, Yasker to our viewers who have, who have not played the game. Yeah, Yasker and Dandelion are the same character. Yes, uh, that that I I knew that going in that that was going to be. I a did thing. not, by the way, <laughs> and that confused the fuck out of me. Well, and and you know, like because Yasker, yes. Yeah. Is Buttercup. Is Buttercup. And so they just Which chose... Which is too feminine, yeah. So they chose Dandelion instead. And it's like, so it makes sense. In fact, I, and I like... But, like, I, I almost wish they had stuck with Dandelion. I know that's, like, blasphemy. But, like, for me, that makes more sense because it's, like, people reading it in Polish would be reading, like, their equivalent Buttercup. of Buttercup in their head. For us, yeah. ja- Yaskier is just a name instead yes. of a flower. It, you should call him a flower, uh, some type of flower in English. And Dandelion is the... Yeah, so... Calling him Yaskier was... It was a weird choice. Yeah, there was, so, there's just a couple weird choices. There's a couple weird. There's a lot. I and feel it like ruins you know, what could have been a really fun adventure series. It, like I this guess, could have been a modern day Conan. 
<laughs> and now it's like it's like a Westworld thing, and it's like it didn't need to be a Westworld thing. Like it uh, could have just been a modern Conan, and that would have been awesome. Conan, I, sorry, yeah. not Conan. Conan, yeah, yeah, yeah. we already it's have Conan, Conan the Barbarian. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I, I'm I would love to see. Badly. I would love to see Conan yeah. the Barbarian. <laughs> I know they've made that joke before, but yeah. I still, yeah, I would still, yeah, definitely. I'd watch it, but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, like, I, I, lo- the show was not perfect. I, f- I am willing to like. It's a first season. I'm willing to forgive most of the flaws. I feel like they're just getting their sea legs under them. So you know, whatever. I'm good with it. I'm really excited for season two, based on how good episode one was. I'm expecting that to be the level of quality that season one has throughout. Or season. Speaking two has of throughout. excited for season two predictions. Oh, um. Well. I mean, they're going to just keep following the books, so they're probably going to do, like... I mean, I what I hope is that they spend most of season two with Geralt and Ciri, and that, like, Yennefer coming... Like, Yennefer's stories will be kind of more separate, and that she'll come in either midway or towards the end, I would hope. So, when does Ciri end up at Kaer Morhen? I think that should happen almost right away. That should happen, Okay, like, that, you think that'll happen in season two? That should happen episode one of season okay. two. Is there that's what Carol. I want. Yeah. That's what I want. That's where they should be. Like, that's, we should, yeah, it, that should have been season fucking one. I'm okay with it being season two, but it should be, like, either right away or they're traveling to it in the first episode. I'm, if I'm completely honest, I feel like Siri was such a throwaway character in season one. Yeah. That you could have introduced the Siri yennefer Geralt trifecta in episode one, season one, and then... All of season one is a flashback explaining the trifecta. Yeah. I feel like that would have been a better choice because that is like, that's like the, that's like the feel good, like starting point essentially of like Witcher to me is like them all being together, even though that's game three from, you know, the the chronological perspective. That's like the heart. That's like what I, 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 that's like the end goal almost. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like that would have been a better like, cause it's just like. So there was so much wasted time in season one to me. That's all. It's just like I feel like there was so much wasted time. Fair enough. Maybe I'm spoiled from like Twin Peaks and stuff. <laughs> Twin Peaks was all wasted time in a way. Yes. <laughs> but it's just like I don't know. I don't. I don't like it when it's just like hammering character moments that you already are like. You're like I. I need one character moment, right? I, like yeah. I need five minutes for for a character to be determined. I don't need. Fucking an entire season. I guess I feel like maybe this show, it really, it's because it's trying to hit that wider audience. It's like, okay, we really, we th- that's why they did all of the short stories, because those really establish, like, who all these characters are. And so it's like, okay, we're really, we're going to tell the whole backstory in season one. Because I, I, here's the thing, if they were going to do the whole backstory, I'm glad they got it out of the way. And they just did it. They just they okay, ripped the Band-Aid no, off and they said, That's a good point. I we're like doing that. the that's whole true. backstory in season one. And then season two and on is the story. There, there is, I will also say that all of what, all of what we've been saying is obviously personal opinions. And the show has obviously been very, very successful. Yes. I mean, if, if just, like, how popular Toss a Coin to Your Witcher has been. The show has been very successful. So they clearly made good decisions. Yes. And the show is clearly, like, resonant with people. Yes. Regardless of, you know, whatever problems, whatever nitpicks we're, we're, we've been harping on this whole time. Yes. Yeah, I, like I said, I really like the show. I'm really excited for season two. I think that most of the problems that I had with the show are now behind me. I I can't anticipate that any of the problems that I had are going to be problems going 
forward because like most of the stuff that like wasn't perfectly explained for me it's like okay well now it's just established so even if it wasn't explained it's like now it's just part of what we're doing so yeah it's the yeah yeah so it's, it's just the history of the show exactly so we're just moving on now and I, I so i'm i'm very hopeful i i hope that we get um like you know as many seasons of this as there need to be to tell the whole story because god I just love The Witcher, man. I'm just obsessed with it. <laughs> I'm just, I just love it so much. I just want as much Witcher as humanly possible. And I want as much Jaskier as humanly possible. I would love yes. to toss a coin to my Witcher that's, for many that's years That's why I'm excited. I want there to be more Scoia'tael stuff. Because I want Jaskier, but even more than that, I want the Dwarf. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, Z- Zoltan? There was not enough Zoltan in The Witcher 3. Zoltan, I love The Witcher 1 the most. And so Zoltan was so prominent in, in The Witcher 1. Yes. I just love that shit. Yes. I want some dwarf action. Give me Zoltan. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, give me... Essentially, I want Witcher 2. I want them to do the Witcher 2. Yeah. And, of course, they're not going to do that, but, like, give me the same tone and stuff, and we're good to go. More elf stuff. Yes. That's what I want. Oh, yeah. I want more of the, like, the racism, prejudice angle. Yeah. It it was a little... Yeah, I mean, because, like, the books are filled with that, so I think you're going to get plenty of that. There's a little too much, like, personal character story for me. Yep. I don't really care about Siri that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, Stephen, I got bad news for you. That's the yeah, whole, I know, I know. That's the know. whole books. <laughs> that's my big problem with The Witcher Three is I can't like sacrifice Siri to the Dark Elves to like bring in a new age of like dark rule by the magical forces of darkness. <laughs> that's what I really want to do in that game. I know but it's not I available know. to me. <laughs> so I'm, gonna pl- I'm, I'm gonna play Kotor again soon, I think, just so I can be evil. <laughs> You know what? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna end it with this. It was funny because yeah. because because my because my wife sent me something that's exactly on that uh, on that vein is a uh, if you have like why would anybody be good when you have like infinite choices in a game and it's like uh because my power fantasy is saving everyone. Yeah, more <laughs> that's like not, killing everyone. Yeah, that's 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 the difference, I guess. Yeah. I, my power fantasy is saving everyone. Your power fantasy is just literally murder everyone. Yeah, I'll I'll absorb everyone's energy and be the last one left. That's what I'll take. <laughs> oh man! All right. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I think that says everything that we need. To See say. you next time, guys. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>